This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, fair and 30 at the KVOM studios. Today is Tuesday. It's the 28th of November, 2023. Rich Molders with your KVOM Morning News Watch. We'll see sunshine today, a high in the low 50s. Overnight, clear in 33. Wednesday, sunny in 62. Wednesday night, slight chance of rain overnight, low of 43. Thursday, 100% chance of showers with thunderstorms possible in the afternoon. High in the low 50s with gusty winds. That rain chance continues Thursday night, not as cold, a low of 49. And Friday, mostly cloudy, breezy, and a high of 59. We'll see sunshine over the weekend. Highs right around 60 degrees both Saturday and Sunday. Outside now, fair and 30 at the KVOM studios as we congratulate our employee of the day today. It's Rachel Christmas at CHI St. Vincent Primary Care Clinic. Let's look at obituary announcements this morning. Ira Don Cahill, age 82 of Moralton, known as Daddy Don, died on Saturday, November 25th. He was a standout athlete at Pine Bluff High School and Arkansas State Teachers College. He worked for Nabisco in Pine Bluff until his retirement in 1995. A lifelong outdoorsman, he began handcrafting the Chick Major Don Cahill Dixie Mallard Duck Call in 1975, continuing the legacy started by Chick Major in 1939. He is survived by his wife, Brenda Peacock Cahill, two sons, David and Doug, nine grandchildren, and two great-grandchildren. Visitation will be Friday, December 1st, 9 to 10 a.m. at First United Methodist Church in Moralton, followed by funeral services at 10 a.m. The burial for Ira Don Cahill will be at Memorial Park Cemetery in Whitehall at 2.30 on Friday afternoon. In lieu of flowers, memorials may be made to the Chick and Sophie Major Memorial Scholarship Fund, care of Lee Hartz, 4115 Lockridge Road in North Little Rock, zip 72116. Roy Dell Carroll, age 69, of Moralton, died on Tuesday, November 21st. He worked for several years at Good Earth Pioneer Southern in Menifee and is survived by his wife, Deborah Carroll, daughter Amy France, two grandsons, a great-granddaughter, a stepdaughter, five step-grandchildren, and six siblings, among other family and friends. There will be no public service. Family and close friends of Roy Dell Carroll will meet at a later date. Arrangements are by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. Jerry Wayne Cole, age 67, of Perryville, died on Friday, November 24th. Memorial service will be this morning at 10 at Harris Funeral Home, with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Billy Gerald Lee, age 85, of Houston, died on Sunday, November 26th. He was of the Pentecostal faith and is survived by his son, Greg Lee of Houston, daughter Christy Bartlett of Apollo, three siblings, nine grandchildren, and eight great-grandchildren, among others. He was preceded in death by his wife of 55 years, Joyce Lynn Rogers Lee. The graveside service for Billy Gerald Lee will be Wednesday afternoon at 2 at May Cemetery with Brother Dave Offeld officiating. The family will receive friends from 11.30 to 1.30 Wednesday at the funeral home. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Approaching 7.35, it's fair and 30 at the KVOM studios. On our way to a high of 53 with sunshine today. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in a moment.
Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch at 736, Fair and 30 at the KVOM Studios. The Conway County Eclipse Planning Committee is holding a free emergency preparedness training from 5 to 8 p.m. tonight at the Point Remove Brewing Company Event Center in Moralton. This free event is open to all ages, and Eclipse Safety Committee volunteer Jamie Williams invites anyone interested in learning more about various life-saving practices to attend. It's going to be very family-friendly. just going to have some stations set up where people can get exposure to um, a lot of the aspects of emergency services to kind of try to hopefully bridge the gap between the public and emergency services, hoping to kind of just ease people into some of the training aspects that are available. Guests at this come-and-go event can venture through various stations to see demonstrations by volunteers to better prepare them for the upcoming influx of visitors to our area for the April 8, 2024 total solar eclipse. Demonstrations will include aspects of 911 and discussions with staff to understand their protocols. CPR mannequins will be on hand. They'll also learn about AED, Stop the Bleed training, and the Heimlich Maneuver and various fire apparatus and emergency vehicles will be on display. Certifications will not be made available during this event, but information will be made available for additional instruction for those who are interested in gaining certifications in any of these areas. A 2023 budget amendment and an update to the county personnel policy were among the items of new business approved by the Conway County Quorum Court during the group's regular monthly meeting Monday. The budget amendment includes the transfer of over $60,000 in jail funds to purchase food and supplies for the remainder of the year, along with the transfer of $26,000 within the 911 fund and the appropriation of approximately $9,000 for circuit court expenses and $6,500 for salary expenses for the Administrative Fire Board. The approved personnel policy revision changes the way in which employees are paid for overtime hours and the accrual of compensatory time. Justices of the peace also passed ordinances giving the circuit court and district court the option to delegate the responsibility for the collection of delinquent fines, fees, and court costs to the Association of Arkansas Counties. Area farm families are among the 36 from across the state inducted into the Arkansas Century Farm Program on Monday. The Arkansas Century Farm Program recognizes Arkansas farms of 10 acres or more owned by the same family for at least 100 years. In a ceremony at the state capitol, Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders commended the Century Farm families for their perseverance to improve the lives of all Arkansans. When we talk about farming here in the capitol, we often talk about it in terms of economics, since it is our state's largest industry. Or we talk about it in terms of national security. While farming is more important in both of those senses, it also runs very deep in the culture of our state. Farming is our heritage. It is our culture, and for many Arkansas families, 
it is a way of life. Conway County and Perry County were both represented with new inductees. Houston Farm in Conway County, which was established in 1884, and Doty Family Farm in Perry County, which was established in 1907, were both inducted in the 2023 class. The Arkansas Department of Agriculture established the program in 2012 to highlight the contributions of these families to the agriculture industry, as well as their overall contributions to the state. Agriculture is the largest industry in Arkansas, contributing more than $20.9 billion to the state's economy annually. Arkansas has 41,900 farms, and 96% are family-owned. There are now 604 farms recognized as Arkansas Century Farms throughout the state. This week is Winter Weather Awareness Week in Arkansas. It's a week set aside by the National Weather Service to help Arkansans prepare for winter conditions by reviewing safety rules and providing a better understanding of the hazards of winter. Today, the Weather Service highlights the different types of wintry precipitation that are possible across the state and what weather conditions typically cause each one. Meteorologist Dennis Cavanaugh warns that in a typical winter, Arkansans can be faced with everything from snow, freezing rain and ice, to sleet and occasionally freezing fog. Just different ways uh, that winter weather can provide, uh, well, can prove to be hazardous, uh, you know, throughout the season. Uh, the the main thing here is to just uh, educate people on what the different types of winter weather are, and you know what what that can do to your roadways and what you should prepare for. Snow covered roads can be messy, though. For most cold and dry snow events, the traction is generally uniform, predictable, and manageable. Both freezing rain and sleet occur by the same general process. Liquid raindrops and a layer of warm air well above the surface fall into a layer of freezing air hugging the ground. With either type, the ice can create slick spots on roadways. In addition, ice caused by freezing rain can rapidly add weight to tree branches and power lines, causing them to snap or break. The University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton invites the community to its Night of Luminaries on Thursday, December 7th, following the Conway County Christmas Parade. This free family-friendly event begins at 6 p.m. The campus will be lined with more than 2,500 luminary bags decorated by Conway County children, and the community is invited to walk through to view the artwork on the beautifully lit bags and also enjoy cookies and hot cocoa served by UACCM faculty and staff to all who attend the event. Santa and Mrs. Kloss will also be available to visit with children and hand out gifts in the area between the Fine Arts Building and Business Technology Center at UACCM. Families are invited to bring their cameras to take pictures with Santa. Let's take a look at our community calendar for you now. We want to again remind you that a portion of Highway 92 east of Center Ridge remains closed until further notice for a bridge repair project. The Conway County Sheriff's Office and Moralton Police Department have been selling tickets for several months now for their annual raffle to raise funds for the Shop with a Cop program, where the prizes include guns, a crossbow, a Yeti cooler, and several gift certificates to local businesses. You may still be able to get a ticket this morning, but the drawing is going to be held today. The next Eclipse Resource Sharing Meeting for the Promotion and Events Committee will be held Thursday at noon at the Conway County Farm Bureau. The complete meeting schedule can be found online at arkeclipse.com. First Presbyterian Church in Moralton will host a presentation on the history of the Israel and Palestine conflict with UCA Honors College faculty member Doug Corbett, Thursday night at 6.30. 
Mountain View Baptist Church atop Wolverton Mountain will hold its fifth Thursday night gospel singing this Thursday at 7. All are invited, and a potluck meal will follow the singing. And Perry County's Candy Cane Christmas Parade is coming up this Saturday at 6 p.m. starting at Perryville High School. If you're wanting to participate, call Mary Lawrence at 501-889-4569. Well, you know, there's no reason for you to have to miss KVOM's Morning News Watch because you can listen whenever it's convenient for you. It's available on our podcast channel, and you can subscribe for free wherever you listen to podcasts. It's also available on the EAB Media app. We post it each weekday morning, and it's brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 744, fair and 30 at the KVOM Studios. Coming up on our close-up segment, we'll visit with Conway County Judge Jimmy Hart. Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. KVM's Newswatch with sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Six Marlton High School football players have been named to the 5A Central All-Conference team for the 2023 season. Senior offensive lineman Mason Jones, senior nose guard Luke Garrett, and senior linebacker Hayes Buckley were all named to the first team. Senior running back Destin Tate, junior defensive back receiver Andrew Roden, and sophomore linebacker Landon Boyer were all named to the second team. Wonderview's senior girls and boys basketball teams both advanced in the semifinals of the Fast Break Classic in Quitman. Lady Daredevils beat Rosebud 55-29 in their first round game on Monday behind 19 points from senior Riley Gottsponer. Senior Anna Ford scored 11 points and sophomore Shaylin Dockery and freshman Kaya Simmons each had 10 for the Lady Daredevils. The boys beat Rosebud 77-69. Senior Landon Campbell led the Daredevils with 19 points. Junior Ethan Kelly followed with 17. Junior Rowdy Warren scored 15. And freshman Caleb Stubble had 13 points for the Daredevils. Both one of your teams will play Dardanelle in the semifinals on Wednesday. Dardanelle boys beat Nemo Vista 62-33 in a first-round game on Monday. The Nemo Vista girls lost their first-round game to Bigelow 55-15. Both Nemo Vista teams play consolation games on Saturday. Wonderview continues 1A4 conference play games at home against Guy Perkins tonight. They'll play a junior girls game at 5 p.m. followed by senior girls and senior boys. Nemo Vista goes on the road for 1A4 conference games tonight. They'll play at Arkansas School for the Deaf and Little Rock. Senior girls at 5 p.m. followed by senior boys. Sacred Heart returns to 1A4 conference basketball at tonight with games at Scranton. The junior girls play at 5 p.m. followed by senior girls and senior boys, and we'll have broadcast those two senior high games from Scranton tonight live here on 101.7 KVOM online at kvom.com and on the EAB Media Group app starting around 6 o'clock. Marlton's senior girls and boys hit the road tonight for non-conference games at Hot Springs Lakeside. Action starts at 5 p.m. with the girls' junior varsity game, followed by boys' JV game, and then the girls' and boys' varsity games. 748 now on KVOM as we look at weather on this Tuesday. We've got humidity right now at 100% with calm winds. Barometric pressure 30.41 inches. 
Low temperature this morning, 26 degrees. High yesterday was 50. A year ago today, the low was 35. The high was 67. Now we're in the last 24 hours at KVOM. Total for the year, 51.77 inches. Sunset this afternoon at 5 o'clock. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 6.58. And forecast calling for sunny skies today. Afternoon high around 53 degrees. Clear tonight, low around 33 Sunny and up to 62 for the high tomorrow. Then chance of rain actually showing 100% chance now for Thursday. And then a Thursday night high of 53 on Thursday. Then some clouds on Friday. Slight chance of rain again at times this weekend. Right now, fair skies 30 degrees in Marlton at 749 on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. It is 7.52 now in KVOM. In our close-up interview this morning, we're going to Acomay County Judge Jimmy Hart. Good morning to you. Eric, you doing all right this morning? Yeah, doing all right. A little, little chilly out there today. Uh, I didn't know if I was going to make it. My windshield was covered. Yep, it is uh, It's uh, starting to feel like winter a little uh, bit. Oh, so, yes, so. certainly is. I think yeah. the way they talk across the whole country, we've got a pretty good cold snap it's going on yep for sure for glad sure. we're not up in the upper 48 i think that's what we say or what yep. or the north part of it yeah a lot of snow right now yep they have for sure so uh but had a court court meeting last night of course and uh, uh a few things of course housekeeping budget housekeeping ordinance. court meeting followed by a personnel and governmental meeting followed by a budget finance meeting i think i got to the house about 10 o'clock yep a lot a uh, lot going on a lot going on for sure so uh, but again, uh, personnel policy, budget amendments, a lot of a lot of different stuff during the yeah. We had our usual our, our usual what I call housekeeping ordinance where we took and uh, appropriate some monies and actually had to you know when you get toward the end of the year you start seeing some red show up in your uh, categories or not categories line items of course category you can't take it to red but moving some approving moving some monies around. Uh, Look like our circuit court division three. We moved some money for juvenile offices and our circuit court division two. Uh, we appropriated $6,500 to the administrative fire, fire board, $6,500 salaries part time. Uh, County Road, we moved some full time money into part time because we've got some, we've got, we've fully staffed, but we've got less full time right now than we do part time. It's in the process of transitioning eventually to full-time uh county general uh a, a pretty good amount for the jail we had a you know obviously we all know this in the grocery store hadn't anything got got any cheaper so we moved about had to uh, uh, move some money from uh, building materials to food and from uh salaries from food to salaries full-time so done that and just you know the, the usual usual thing 911 maintenance and service contracts had to move some money to that and uh Twenty thousand dollars to other professional services from machinery and equipment. It's just a you, you do a budget, and uh, you know, that's what budget. Just what it says it is. It's a budget. It's what you try to hit, yeah. 
and sometimes you you think and things happen and you miss so yep. that requires you to not really appropriate no, sometimes you appropriate some but most times you take and move move some money out of one category into another sure. to make it all work at the end of the year all right and of course uh, personnel policy revisions yeah we've, uh, it's, that's been going on long and that discussion because we always had it in our personnel policy where you know with law enforcement they worked up to 171 hours or could work at, at standard pay and um, it's a, it's a it's an accounting nightmare it's it's a, and obviously to try to create a, a standardization across the board with all employees they've eliminated the 171 the competence inventory is still in there as an option if an employee works overtime instead of being paid overtime he can shove it into compensatory but what we've eliminated once uh, anyone works over a 40-hour week and, and same, in that same pay period they work over they're going if they choose to they're going to be paid overtime okay all right and then uh, other than that i guess a uh, couple of resolutions or ordinances on yeah we had a couple of collections on uh basically on collections we've got a collection I, I wasn't aware but i am now that our district court's already doing some of that but uh our association that we belong to association of arkansas counties does it at uh it's somewhat of a we get a they, they offer a pretty good collection fee on it i think their collection fees like 25 dollars for whatever they collect on any fine or cost uh it's not nothing i'm gonna say we're not trying to tell anybody what to do it's a it's a we pass that ordinance as a as a tool in their toolbox if they choose to use it and it's put in place Quorum court's already approved it so all they've got to do is initiate the program if they choose to gives them another option yeah another option all right didn't he anything else uh, uh, had a couple resolutions to apply for a credit card as we know as time goes and i'm not a big fan of online but mm-hmm. uh, there are some significant savings with our road department as far as being able to do online purchases and with online purchases we all know it's hard to take and put cash in the mail or put a check in the mail and most of them you know if you've not got mm-hmm. a credit card so uh, the credit card we're getting we had to have a resolution of the quorum court approving the, uh, that the credit card same way with the uh, district court's clerk's office uh, and so the quorum court approved us to take and get a credit card for those folks and uh, so mm-hmm. hopefully we're going to as they say moving right ahead yep all right we're talking county judge jimmy hart and you mentioned that after uh, the regular meeting uh big budget meetings are still working on that for next year still working on the budget for next year um like I said, you know, we're um, obviously we had a personnel and governmental meeting prior to that. Our uh, administrative fire boards are asking Corn Court to look at possibly the position of a uh, uh, administrative chief that would be over the fire departments. Uh, there was some uh, obviously administrative boards in favor of it. There was a little, some folks there that wasn't quite sure about that. So I think for the second time. Uh, trying to get this thing worked out and get our fire chiefs and our fire board to come together and find some middle ground and uh, obviously try to get a plan put in place that'll work for everybody uh, we all realize how important our fire departments are there's a lot of working parts in our fire departments in every community in conway county there's 12 of them uh, very involved uh, and you know the thing that we've got to all be cognizant of uh, yes, the fire suppression is a big thing, part of what they do, but the bigger thing they do to, nowadays is I think the number I was told is 72, 73 percent of the runs they make are medically related. It's very critical for everybody, our ambulance service. I mean, uh, you know, they, they're, this, they're, they're so broad, they do so much. You know, they're very involved in, 
you know, there there are local pickup points for our spring and fall cleanup. So, as I tell everybody, we're not always going to agree. We're going to have to agree. We're going to disagree every now and then. But uh, in the whole big picture, we're a team, and we've got to act as a team. Sure. Sure. Yep. Got to work together at the end of the day. Got to work together. All right. So, all that going on. And uh, other than that, I guess we're getting ready to wind down the year. Uh, today, I was going to say, today's the 28th, isn't it? Yep. 28th so we've got a couple more days in November, then, as they say, we'll be into the mad dash, the last 30 days of December, which are very, uh, uh, I say this, and I'm sure everybody's like me, are very hectic times. Everybody's trying to get a meeting in and get get wrapped up mm-hmm. to <laughs> everything yeah. done and a budget approved. We're going to, I will say that, we're moving our corn court meeting falls on the 25th, which is a Monday. I can assure you we're not going to be there for a corn court yeah. meeting on Christmas Day. Sure. So I think that's been moved, I'm pretty sure, to the 28th. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be letting everybody know. Uh, everybody's welcome to come, but uh, it is moved to 28th. And hopefully on the 28th, we'll be approving a budget and we can get into the new year. All right. Sounds good. All right. Call me, County Go. Jimmy Hart joining us this morning. Thank you so much. You bet. Thank you. It is 8 o'clock now on KVOM. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.